0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Saturday Morning D and D Show. Sorry that we are starting so so late, but it was a good excuse for charity. So <laughs> um, yes, I just got definitely. done with a charity game, so that's why we're running really really late. But thank you for joining us. Thanks for coming out. Um, I should probably tweet about this. So, Sir Lucian, <laughs> I'm joined as always by my wonderful co-host, Sir Lucian. Thank you so much hey, for being with thanks me. Thanks for coming and back. Helping. Let's. <laughs> This is so awkward because it's live, but let's send out a tweet.
1: Yeah, um, I'll cover for you while you're doing that. Um, So thanks for joining those of you that have jumped back in. If you were at the charity live stream, that looked like a really fun game. I'm sure Jordan will tell us a bunch about it. Also, if you were here earlier at the 12 p.m., we had a new show that we ran with PB Plays Inside. So I wanted to thank her for showing up. We had some really good uh, chat interactions, some people that showed up that uh, I think we had a pretty good show talking about – how to play test beta material for Dungeons and Dragons. So it was a really good segment. You can check that out. Uh, that'll be on YouTube. But uh, glad everybody's here. Looks like a nice active Saturday morning on Twitch. we were doing lots of Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And yeah. Jordan's here with us. So Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, that was... Uh, did you, Were you watching the game at all? No, you were probably...
1: A little bit, a little yeah. Bit. I got on early because you started early. Um... And then we did our show and then right after it ended we jumped into your back end to watch the the final part there. So I there's a big gap for sure that I missed, but yeah, I caught I caught a bunch of it.
0: Very cool. Um, something just dinged. Was that you or me?
1: I didn't hear a ding, so maybe on your side.
0: Okay. I well, wrong. I think yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I did. Background image, okay. All right, should be fine. So, what? What man, you had an exciting week of D&D, because I watched a, a game that you were in. I caught the tail end of it just in time for oh my some God. epicness. Yeah. What Talk happened there? Talking about
1: salty, too. <laughs> oh, my Lord. In my brain, like on the stream, because you, you join somebody's stream, and you're playing in somebody's game, mm-hmm. and you want everything to be fun, and... So I'm smiling. I'm, I'm joking around with everybody, but in my head I'm seething that I just died. Yeah, first level character. I spent a bunch of time thinking about the backstory and, yeah. and agonizing over what I was going to do. And when the first combat we're in, the it, it's like an unwinnable battle, and it's like all these things that piled up that made me a tiny bit salty. After I got over it, but you know, in the moment you always have that that little bit. Of, and it was like my own player, my own buddy, in my party is the one that killed me with a a uh, thunder wave. <laughs> I didn't make the save. So I go down because of a party member. I miss all my um, death saves. Um, I'm playing meat grinder mode and uh, adventure league, which you probably know a little bit about yeah. that now that you played. And it was just like, it, it conspired against me to have my character died. And so I was like, Oh,
0: So like, and I was watching it and your druid decided to cast an AOE spell that hit you. And that, is that what Mm -hmm. took you down or was it something else? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, that was it. So like that took you down
0: and I I was watching this and I'm like, what are they thinking? Like, what is happening here?
1: Yeah. I didn't want to like play somebody else's character. I didn't want to be, do you, could step five feet over, man. Just step five feet over. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy. You're kind of in the moment. Yeah and the dm kind of the the rule was it was a this is a cool uh discussion part here for this show and relevant for other people that are playing um so with thunderwave it is the cubed you know 15 foot cube well the dm thought it meant it was centered on the player that casts it yeah but i had mentioned in the stream that no it's actually off of the front facing of the caster so they can put that cube anywhere on the facing of their five-foot square that they're in see and i didn't and know pretty,
0: that i listening yeah. to it i agreed with him but like yeah you're sure about this and i didn't want or? to argue yeah i didn't want to <laughs> or argue Is it just an argument
1: yeah so after the stream i sent him all the documentation that showed him and i'm just oh. like so that was the other thing that had me a little salty is because i knew the rule yeah and i just died because the two people that the player that cast the spell and the DM didn't quite know the rule, but I didn't want to be the guy on the stream arguing rules like that's not how that works, you know. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, I said it once, and when he said, No, I think it's this, I'm like, Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm just gonna shut up, I'm gonna let it go. It's your game, we'll play it your way. Um, so it was interesting. So yeah, that was a rule that we that I knew of. And the reason I know it is because in our Storm King's Thunder campaign, I have three players that have that spell. The Bard has it. Okay. What spell you know, was so it? So many people have it. Uh, thunderwave um, or something? Or? Yeah, thunderwave. Okay. Yeah, thunderwave. And they love casting it all the time. So we've run into it so often. So crazy. But that was good. Yeah. So as far as what we did this week in um, Dungeons and Dragons, from my perspective. Yeah. Tomb of Annihilation, which was an Adventure League game, streamed on Anaris's channel. He's a great guy. Does he's a graphic designer running games, sell stuff on Roll 20. Really fun person. Cool. Nomadic from a really cool Hexes and Bows podcast. PB Plays Inside, which you know, all Mm. playing in that game. Character died. So my Hexblade is dead. Um, So this week was dealing with that agony and then deciding on my next character concept, yeah, so
0: where do you guys go from here? Are you going to just roll a new character and keep going? Is that the idea? Yeah,
1: we had to figure out what happens when your characters die in Adventure League, which could be a whole show on its own really? at this point because of what yeah, what you can do. I won't won't bog us down here for this one, but maybe in the future we'll talk about it a little bit. We should do a show on Adventure League at some point, yeah. the ins and outs and how it works. So yeah. I think it, there's a lot of mystery there. I'm
0: learning a lot about on. it. Um, so, like, spoilers, I went to Adventures League this weekend. Or this week because um, I've never gone and I'm like I'm gonna try it out I'm like go go hang out with like local nerds um, and nobody recognized me so that was cool because I'm not nice. as popular as I think I am <laughs> yeah but oh, but continue That's you're good. making a new character yeah.
1: so making a new character um, probably I'll let that come out on the stream you guys see what it is so I finally came up with my concept last night I nice. finished off the stats and stuff um, so that'll be pretty fun so I new character we played our Thursday night Borderlands homebrew game. This is the pre-West Marches game we've been talking about yeah. a little bit. And we've talked about West Marches in the previous shows. Um, this was really fun. They had a, an encounter with Darklings. I don't know if you've seen them from um, they they've been around in some stuff, but they kind of had a re. Uh, they were in Volo's Guide again. Once again, they had some stats, so I saw them in there and I really liked them. Um, and then they kind of got deeper into what is like a spider forest where we had a really fun impromptu chase scene. Um, There's a battle going on. They're fighting a giant spider. Um, So they all conglomerate on this giant spider so it doesn't take their party down. The Darkling, one of them is escaping. The wizard has his familiar try to follow it through this forest and woods. They kill it one round after the Darkling has left the map. And they're like, we all run after and chase it. So on the spot, I had to think about Well, wait, how am I going to do this? Because we don't have a map to just start moving people and go round by round. I said, we need something else. So we just, on the fly, just came up with, we're going to do athletics checks. We're going to be crashing through the woods, running through the woods. You're chasing and finding them. And what we're going to do is we're going to do opposed checks. And if you make three successful checks, you catch up on them. If he beats you three times... He gets so far ahead, you can't catch up to him. It's just, we'll we'll just call it over. Cool. So I put on the cool chase music, uh, (laughs) the party went after him, and and one of them, like right away, two of them are falling behind. They're not making the, the opposed roles. But the one fighter is we're going back and forth. I win two, he wins one, I win one, then he wins two, and it's like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he's throwing weapons that he has on him, and he's hitting him, but it's not killing the guy. And it it culminates in he finally gets him, kills him, and and he goes down and the darkling dies. And it was like they were all at the end when the session ended. That was the thing that stuck out in their mind was this really nice. weird impromptu chase with music theater of the mind, no map or anything, and they had a blast on that. So don't ever underestimate. This is what I learned as a GM, DM this week. Um, Don't underestimate theater of mind moments with music to back it up. It doesn't always have to be a rendered map that you're moving tactical minis on or yeah. your 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 miniatures. Sometimes there can be a lot of fun when you when you don't do that. And you can build tension. You can build um, a climax up to you know a, a cool ending, and it's something that sits with your players quite a bit. They made it back to town. They had a successful excursion. Um, they all felt fun. I tied in some backstory stuff, so it went really well. I thought that's awesome. Um, I have. The um, yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh no, I was just gonna point in like, uh, for Christmas, my friend found some their Pathfinder cards, but they're they're mm. chase cards. So you shuffle oh. this deck and then while there's a chase it's like, and you flip over a card and it's like, okay, you, you ran in, and in there for like a, an urban setting. So it's like you ran into a fruit cart or you tripped on this or like a bunch of guards block your path. Like, what do you do? Um, yeah. and I never really thought about running chases like that, but that would be complete theater of the mind. Like you would just yeah. be like flipping cards and people would be describing what they're doing and that can be super memorable. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you're you're all collaborating. That's what was happening, too, because, like, when he would roll a bad one, we're like, okay, describe out, you know, what happened. You tripped over a root. You smashed through a bush. You crashed through this, and now that person's another 50 feet ahead of you and still running, and all you see is the cloak, the black cloak that he wears dart behind a tree and then dart down a trail and a gully and whatever, and then we roll again and we go again, and, oh, no, you've caught up to him, and he's, you know, this has happened or that has happened. So it gives you a good storytelling moment it bring it building tension to a resolution is what's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was just a fun thing. And I think there, I've seen other people do chase stuff. So you can find mechanics out there. If you don't want to try to come up with it on the fly. And, and the card thing sounds awesome. Make it a mini game, right? Make it a, a small little thing that can, whether it's like dice rolling, like critical roll, in session. Number one, if you remember, they sat down and played a card game with three, six sided dice. It was, yeah. Um, Sam and Laura, you know, and we're like, you roll three dice, and then you can try to slide a hand to change one of mm-hmm. them, and you can then bid more to get another dice or whatever, and then at the end of that, you have some type of cool hand. So adding tiny mini mini games into your game, and I think that's where I got the inspiration from, because when I saw that, it made me think, oh, we can have little mini games four different things so like a chase scene minigame was kind of cool so yeah and then yeah. my last thing for this this week in dungeons and dragons was the hour session just before when we normally run our saturday morning D D. we created a brand new show with pb which was the the standard array yeah which i was gonna ask you about it. it how did so you had a <laughs> and, uh, had a show this morning then yeah, 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 we did an hour-long show. Um, the idea behind it, here's the tagline. So the, the show's called The Standard Array, and uh, we're, the tagline is, we're not going to min-max you to death. <laughs> um, and then the theme of it, we think the content theme, which we thought was kind of a cool idea, was the standard array is meant to be in the player's handbook. Here's some numbers so you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. the, the the luck of the dice, or if you're point buying, you can spend hours point buying right oh you can yeah spend a lot of time looking at that but here's standard array so you can get started quickly so we're thinking the show format is we're going to provide information that helps you get started quickly in whatever we're happen to be talking about whether what game we're going to branch out to all kinds of stuff so we thought the theme of that was pretty fun we did a test stream last night you were there for some yeah. of it it was like it was, I was like another a five show minute test stream, what two hours oh yeah. you had two hours that's crazy <laughs> yeah what two hours so that was my day in D D for sure. And yours looked just as exciting. It seemed too. So.
0: Yeah. Well, um, so to back up since my, my group hasn't been able to meet for the last like two weeks, um, we're going to meet this Sunday, hopefully. Uh, it's all Yay. like, yeah, we're actually, we wrote down a time tomorrow. and I'm like, yeah, tomorrow. We wrote down mm-hmm. a time and I'm like, can you guys make it here? And they're like, oh, I guess so. Um, and then um, my my wife was, like, guilt tripping them. They're like, guys, he has a show now. If you don't play D&D, he, he doesn't have anything to talk oh, about. Goodness. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to, like, guilt trip you guys. But it's kind of true. I don't have anything to talk about, so. Right.
1: <laughs> um, I want you to play because you want to play. Yeah. I need you to play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> so they were like, oh, okay, well, we'll come over and, like, twist my arm kind of a thing. Not a big deal. But, yeah. um I've never done Adventure League, and I was thinking, I'm like, well, if I don't get to play with my actual group, maybe I'll go to my local gaming store and do Adventure League and see how that works. Um, And Mm. it it was a lot of fun. It was really different. Um, I I showed up with my PHB and a pencil and um talked to the guy and i was just like hey uh store manager guy like i'm here to play adventure league i don't know anything about it and he's like go talk to that guy over there so i find one of the dms and they're all volunteers and they're all just kind of it's six o'clock they're scarfing down food and stuff but he was Mm -hmm. super engaging like like one of those uh, and supportive i guess i should say Really, like, like so happy you're here. Like, we're going to find a place at the table. Like, what kind of character do you want to play and all this other stuff? Have you played d Because I'm sure I they get a, a lot of people questions. that, that yeah, don't play D&D. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I've played D&D. Like, I know, I know a little yeah. bit about it. And he's like, okay, like, you can make characters from here and here and here. And he's like, my group is at level five. And so I was like, oh, I'll start at level five. That sounds fun. And he's like, oh, no, you can't. Like, the rules of Adventure League, you have to start at level one. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. But... I would be level one in your level five campaign. And he's like, yep, so be careful. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So that that was kind of like, Mm. I was not expecting that. Um, So I started making a a bard. I think I want to do College of Swords bard when I get to level three, but right now I'm level one. Um, And then fortunately, this other guy showed up and, excuse me, he was a little like frazzled. And they were just like, "Oh, he's running a level one game, so you should move over there." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I like walk over to there with um, a level three and two other level ones. And he, I felt bad because he was just kind of like, "I don't, I, I, I'm I'm a little frazzled. My computer's not working. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry, guys." And I was like, "Dude, just like take a breath. Like, nobody cares. Like, we're all just fine, drinking soda and hanging out right now. (laughs) Like, I'm meeting new people. I'm kind of just introducing myself, saying hi." Getting like a feel for everybody's like D and D backgrounds, you know. But
1: did you introduce yourself as Jordan with a Ph.D. the whole time? And they look at you weird. They're like, like, "What? Like,
0: but I can't see it. So why would you say that?" <laughs> yeah. No. Why? What? No, I was just like, "Hey, I'm Jordan. I live nearby. I, I've never actually been in this store. Which, no, I've been in that store a few times, but I've never like gone to Adventure League." Um, nice. But so. The guy... From my understanding... And this is where it gets a little weird with Adventure League. From my understanding, there are pre-written adventures that are specific for Adventure League. And if you are running Adventure League, Wizards of the Coast like either sells you or gifts you these PDFs. I'm not sure. Maybe the store buys them and then they mass duplicate them to give to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other two tables that were running Adventure League were running those adventures. But my guy... I, he was so frazzled and he didn't really know what was going on that he started running um, Death House, which is oh. uh, the like level one precursor to Curse of Strahd. Yeah. And I was like, I felt really bad because I'm like, oh, I've read this adventure. Like, I kind of, like, I know it. So he was trying to make it all mysterious and stuff, and I was playing along. I'm like, oh, okay, this is fun. but uh, And it was fun. It was fun to sit down and play Ravenloft or Death House. Um, We didn't finish because I think that that's meant for, like, three to four hours, and we had maybe, like, two hours of actual gameplay at the table. But I don't get to play often, so it was kind of fun to do that. I definitely think that I would have fun DMing, and so maybe I'll, like, play my bard for a little while and then, ask about like actually running a game at adventure league because that sounds like
1: it could be a lot of fun yeah it's on my bucket list to volunteer at our game store to try to do that just to see what it's like you know maybe run for a season like there's yeah. a new season coming pretty soon season eight i think is what they're yeah, i think the new season's eight i think they're on season seven now yeah um, there's a lot to learn about al and what it is the living campaign how to do it, what it is, what are the
0: rules. Yeah, and so that was the other thing is I was making my character and the one guy was helping me a little bit with, like, the rules. You have to do standard array or point by or all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. Um, So I kind of made my character. And then the next day um, I went online and I started reading the Adventures League rules. And I was like, oh, man, like, I have to do this and I get this. And and I have to start with, like, no money and I have to do this and this and this. So then, I like tweaked my character so it fits the rules, which I felt kind of bad because I'm like, I feel like somebody should sign off on this or something. But like they didn't, Mm -hmm. they didn't check my character when I was playing it, so I'll just kind of shift it so that it's more correct um, and in line with the rules and stuff. So I, yeah, don't I think
1: there's a way to log it like there's some way that you can track the logging of it by the character name, because the only thing you can't change up to level five is the character name. You can change your race midway through like, oh, really you can go to second level and decide, ah oh, you know, I really want to be a dragonborn instead of being the human. Oh, is. I had yeah, no you idea. You can change a bunch up until fifth level and then you're locked in at fifth level from that point on. Okay. So there's a lot of rules that are interesting about not trading items between players or what can, how money is yeah. distributed and worked, how to track these different things. So there's a bunch to it for sure. Yeah. I
0: saw a lot of that worth, especially the trading items. And I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Cause you like bring your friend in hopes that he, gets some magical sword and then he just gifts it to you. But but they gave yeah, me yeah. a, it's called a DCI number and it's like a Wizards mm-hmm. of the Coast like identification number. And I guess the store logs the hours that you play. And I don't know yeah. if those hours turn into experience points because again, my DM kind of forgot to hand out experience points. So I was like, do we level up? Do we do this? And he's like, uh, I don't really know. Like we have to go, the store's closing now. And I'm like, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah So yeah. it kind of felt like... I felt like I got the short end of, like, I don't want to diss the DM. Like he was great. He yeah. ran a fine game, but as far as like experiencing adventures league, I don't think I really experienced adventures league as, as de- in depth as I could have, but um, yeah. I'll go back next week and we'll see. Maybe I'll run the same game with the same DM and we'll finish that. Or uh, maybe something else will happen. So,
1: yeah. And I think there's, there's two reasons they, they run it that from the wizard's of the coast point of view one is to provide a living campaign that ties yeah. into their stuff that's out but allows people to take a character from one table to another and play right so that's a cool mm. mechanic but i think the second reason they do it is to help people learn the game oh yeah so maybe maybe you didn't quite get the experience of I'm going to be able to move my character from one game to another. And I have an understanding of of the adventure league rules, but hopefully it was a good primer. And if you were brand new to dungeons right. and dragons, you learned about stats, you learned about combat, you learned about skill checks, you learned about role playing. So in that aspect, you know, even when you have a DM that may not know everything, yeah, that's okay because you're still he's still helping out somebody learn, even if he's learning. You know, which the guy next to me that's was cool. like,
0: he was level three, but he was still super brand new. Like, I think he only played in a couple of Adventure League games. Well, he was level three, so he probably played in like four. But, um, mm-hmm. but he was he was like rolling dice, and he's just like, "What do I add again?" And I'm like, "Oh, you like add this and this and this, and like, if you want, you have this cool spell called Hunter's Mark that'll do more damage. Like, you have to just kind of remember that." And he's like, "Oh, okay." But he was having a blast. So I will say there's, um, and I've been guilty of this as a DM too, because you kind of just don't know what to do sometimes. But you know when your players surprise you with something that just doesn't quite fit in the rules? And the example of this is the new guy, but new players always do this because they don't know the extent of the rules. Like they don't know what they can and can't do. And really they they can do anything. It's just a matter of the DM kind of like coming up with some kind of, dice roll or mechanic to make it function. But uh, we were fighting a sentient suit of armor. Like it had come to life and it was attacking us and he nice. had a spear and the Ranger, the guy that was next to me, the new guy, he was like, well, can I attack the spear? Like I want to try and break the spear with my sword so that he can't use it to attack anymore. And like, well, you know, cause I had 10 hit points and he did seven hit points to me with one attack. So I'm just like, oh, I'm like getting out of there as fast as I can. (laughs) And our poor GM was just like, you want to attack the weapon? And the guy's like, yeah, he was really excited about it. And I'm like, give it to him. Like, he's clearly yeah. excited about it. Like, say that there's an AC of 10, and it's got, like, I don't know, 10 hit points. Like, let him break yeah. it if he can physically break it. But the guy was just yeah. like, okay, like, if that's what you want to do, and let him roll dice, but he never really, like, broke the the spear. Because I could see in the mind of the DM, like, he's just like, you can't attack a spear. Like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, called shots. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so Actually, you can. There is a there's a fighter maneuver that can disarm, Disarm, right. Which is pretty close. Yeah. You could almost use that kind of mechanic, but yeah, I like what you said. I think that's what I would have done. I would have made it a, a kind of a high AC, not, not too high, but because it's moving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's moving around, yeah. it's trying to do things. You're trying to hit something. Your mind goes you know. there. You're just like, Oh, yeah. but okay. if you get it, you get that roll, you hit that 20 heck yeah, you're going yeah. to destroy it.
0: <laughs> so he ended up not like destroying that. And then I felt bad cause he did it again. And then afterwards he turned to me he's like, is that a bad idea? And I was like, I didn't want to discourage him. And I'm just like, no, like, I think it's a really no, cool idea. Like idea. I see where your mind is going, but like yeah. we have to we what what is the dm doing i guess and and we just kind of have to roll with how he's running this game so
1: yeah that's a good point point. and that's something that people will run into um,
0: oh yeah especially with especially. new players like veteran players they kind of know like this thing has hit points i have to make its hit points lower but um like we fought a ghost too and i know that like ghosts just take half damage from weapons and stuff but you can still hurt it so i'm attacking it and he was just like but my sword goes through it like and he was thinking of anything like he was looking on bookshelves he's like maybe there's like a book in here that will like we can trap yeah, the ghost in, his in mind, a book his weapon's
1: not going to hurt yeah, yeah like yeah, in yeah. his
0: mind and it's hard to it's not hard like i don't i really feel like that that innocence is so special and you shouldn't mm-hmm. like discourage it like if he was yeah. just like let's uh see if we can trap this ghost in a bottle or something i'd be like you know what that's a great idea not that he, not that he wanted to do that. Like he eventually was just like, I yeah. guess I'll attack the ghost. But yeah, yeah, it's those kind of mechanics. And and new players no, are right always into that like, same thing. Yeah. Oh, did
1: you? Yeah, the new players at the table. We ran into an incorporeal thing, and the minute you said that, they they thought, oh well, we can't attack it. But really, all it did was like you said, half damage yeah. at that point. So you still could do some. You just weren't going to do as much. Um, so that was very interesting. I guess it's up to the DM. Yeah. To somehow. Uh, what's the word? I, I don't even know what word I want to say. To <laughs> make them understand that you're doing a little bit of damage, yeah. but not a lot.
0: Yeah. And our DM was yeah. saying like sword goes right through. And so, yeah, like if Jordan didn't have that player knowledge, I probably would have been right there with the, the guy playing the Ranger yeah. going.
1: Yeah. Let, let's try to burn it. So. Let's try to, maybe there's something in the room we're supposed to be interacting right. with. Cause they're going to give us a way to that's players go to, well, he would never put something in front of me. We couldn't defeat. Yeah, right. so yeah. there must be something here that we're missing. Maybe we need to do something else. Yeah, yeah, throw salt at it or something yeah. or whatever. Cuz I watch Supernatural too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we need to make a ring of salt and we'll stand yeah. in the ring and then it can't attack us. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was I don't know, overall like an- another reason to go to Adventure League I was reading online. Like I was kind of surfing Reddit and stuff. I was just like finding information on Adventure League. This is me typing. That's why my arms are moving. Um, is uh, some guy was saying adventure league is really good for finding players that you want to invite to your home game. So like you get to play with everybody, but there's not that awkward, like, like, Hey, I invited you to my table. We've played four sessions in your mind. You're the DM. It's really not working out with this player. You don't really want to play with them anymore, but you don't know how to say like, go away. You know, like that right. social contract thing is kind of difficult. And yeah. so Adventures League is a great way of just like meeting people and being like, I like the way this guy thinks and I like the way he plays. I'm going to invite him to like a home game that I want to run. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. actually awesome because, uh, I, if I want to play D&D consistently because my players just are busy people, um, I was like, yeah. I should really think about trying to run another game and maybe I'll try to run one with, uh, with some locals at my store. We'll
1: see. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're falling down the Lucian problem of running too many games, yeah. not having enough nights. <laughs> and then I get the the wife eye roll when I tell her about the new game I'm going to run. Yeah. I'm just going to run
0: another one on Sunday. Just one more. <laughs> and I'll, it's yeah. funny because I don't get to play that much. And I like building characters. Like I love building characters. And, I, and the character I played today, the Spore Druid, um, those guys were really good at building like efficient characters. Like, like they did one thing incredibly well and that was pump out damage. And so they were both like, like I think the monk and the ranger were sub rogue. So they were doing sneak attack damage. The barbarian slash paladin was just doing like epic strikes with smites and all this other stuff. And meanwhile, there's like Jordan, the spore turtle druid, Who's kind of like mm-hmm. I can do some healing, <laughs> I can walk up and do like eleven points of damage, and then Andrew would do like forty-two points of damage. Yeah, yeah, the min-maxer. <laughs> yeah, they team. were yeah, definitely yeah. min-maxing, and I was like, I like making characters that have a theme, and so definitely yeah. my total had this like kind of like my my death cleric, I guess it was this kind of like disgusting. Actually, I kept thinking of Holly Conrad's character Strix, the like trash witch, because I'm just like, yeah. no, he's this like gross, kind of like covered in mushrooms like spore threads kind of all that he has to like wipe away. Cause they keep regrowing back, you know? Nice. Um, and so all of my spells were kind of like necrotic and stuff, which didn't help us I towards see the, the cosplay end play on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Should find, find some like Halloween co- turtle costume, like a teenage mutant yeah. Ninja turtle. And I'll just like glue mushrooms to it. That'd be awesome. awesome. But I gave, and he gave us some magical items and I gave myself like a a staff of summoning insects. Cause I'm like, again, this fits thematically, but like, was that going to help us? Not at all. And (laughs) I was like, I'm not that I was playing with the wrong group of people. Like they were great. And they were great for that one shot. Cause Cody was really trying to be like, I want to challenge you guys. But, um, I didn't, I felt like I didn't bring my a game to that game oh because i'm like well my theme's really cool like i don't know <laughs> No, you
1: gotta play it up you gotta play it up i like it
0: and then uh sorry just i'll talk about that game a little bit more no go but ahead. yeah andrew totally was like we had we found a sun sword and he's like can you um make this bigger and he asked me and i'm just like i don't have anything that can make a sword bigger like i was looking at him i'm just like what And I was like, no, like, I'm sorry. I I can't make a sword bigger. Like, I don't know what he was trying to hint at. Mm -hmm. And then Cody was laughing and he's just like, Jordan, you're supposed to like say yes. Like that's the whole rule of improv. And I'm like, yeah, but (laughs) in reality, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have like enlarge, reduce or anything. Like I was trying to think of like what spell or what ability was he trying to think that I could do, but I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. It was crazy.
1: It looked like an interesting game, but, you know, uh, uh, Cody looked like he was really going all out on the on the voices for those oh, yeah. you were talking to in the beginning, and uh, everybody had a voice, which was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty cool. I was um,
0: not planning on a voice until I saw that everybody else had a voice. Everybody, and was you like, weren't
1: going to be the one that wasn't. Yeah, I was like, I oh my gosh, I was,
0: thing. I'm not, <laughs> kind of bad can't at be this. be the one that's not. Yeah, so. Um, and I'm not like terrible at it, but I, I definitely just pulled that out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> well, in reality, though, a couple of them are friends, though, too, right? They play with each other often or. Oh, yeah. The three of
0: that... them, except Mike, play on Saver Dice together. So yeah. they like, so they know each you're other. You're coming into like, chemistry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're
1: coming into chemistry. So that's always tough a little bit, too. But I'm, I'm sure you were fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was that was a fun game. It was kind of crazy towards the end there. It was interesting because the chat could like add stuff, um, like uh, they could donate money, which would then turn into healing and things like that that we could use. And so, uh, yeah, there was I was going
1: to donate ten bucks to give you another magic item, but I, I was like, uh, I'm doing my other show. I got yeah, yeah. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> that would have been
0: yeah, that's funny, but uh, totally like went down. They. Somebody gave me 1d10 healing, so I got up to like five hit points, and then somebody gave me a crit, so I was dead. I stood up or I was unconscious. I stood up, I walked over to the person, used my crit to do like 33 points of fire damage, and nice. then she turned around and smacked me, and I fell down again. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you weren't meant to win that fight, right? And that, and was that the feel that you got to Yeah, Cody Cody kept saying, he's like,
0: I threw CRs out the window. He's like, I don't know how you guys are going to win or lose, but like, I'm throwing CRs out the window because I just want to make a tough encounter. And, and I, that's my first high level experience too as a player. So, well, well, yeah, what level were you carrying? 10 there in the beginning. Yeah, we were level 10. They were level 10s. So, okay. And I had a lot of spells that did necrotic damage, and I was really like kicking myself because I'm just like, well, we're fighting nothing but undead. Like I should have just made a cleric. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs>
1: yeah. So in that battle fighting level tens, what do you think it compared to like, cause you just recently did the level six battle in our one shot that we did mm-hmm. with McLancy Waddle. And that was a level six battle where you guys pulled out a lot of cool abilities. How'd that feel? Um,
0: boy, I think our, yeah, the Mixie, Mixie Waddle. Is that how you pronounce it? McLancy Waddle. McLancy (laughs) Waddle. Like I, I always see it written and I'm just like, nope. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, that fight was, I don't know. You have so much stuff at like level six and honestly, I felt like I had too many things here at level 10 and not enough like action to do it. Like, I was like, yeah. I want to do my uh, wild shape to give myself temporary hit points, but I can't do wild shape and attack. And I can't attack and I can't. And so I was like, I really just need more actions. And I guess that's mm-hmm. what limits you as a druid. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. That's your decision Par- paralysis. Like, is, I didn't have, I have aside so from
0: healing mm-hmm. word, I didn't have any spells that would um, that I could use as a bonus action, you know? Like, everything was either an action or a reaction. Um, but the whole like spore damage thing, that was really cool. Like walking up and then being like, I do 33 points of damage. And then my spores do an extra 18 points of damage that just hits no matter what. And you can do, you can do some nice damage. Like, so there, there Andrew was, and I critted, but like Andrew did, um, like 45 points of damage in like three swings of his ax. Um, or maybe it was two swings of his ax, but turn around if I, I critted with my flame sword plus my reaction spore damage i was doing like 50 you know so nice from a druid. from a druid that's, that's, that's not, bad. not bad and you know you're yeah, burning yeah. spell slots for that but like that's the whole point of having spell slots so
1: mm-hmm.
0: pretty cool yeah it was fun
1: do we have anyone and in we chat? have our saturday morning show yeah there's a couple uh sky blue misses showed up a couple times cars that came back around sonic's here definitely some people haven't asked any questions too much but they're uh, oh there they're we there. are
0: <laughs> fun fun Bye. oh yeah hey karza karza is a um patron of mine so he's really ah, cool nice in fact i think i just sent out if you become a patron on my patreon i have um forgotten realms pins that i make that i oh it's backwards because of the camera oh no but i send those out um and it's a lot of fun not that i'm trying to like pimp that right now that's that's (laughs) kind (laughs) of yeah
1: no we should pimp our shows out because that's that's the whole reason we're here (laughs) when's the
0: next um standard array
1: that's the thing that we got to figure out because it won't be a saturday morning show but i want to put it in so that we had something yeah anybody showed up at 12 but uh we're gonna talk about it it might be a friday night thing might be um we might look around we're gonna try Mm -hmm. to see where where we can fit it in with her and my schedule because obviously I'm playing on Monday nights. I'm DMing on Monday nights. Playing on Tuesday nights. DMing on Thursday nights. Fighter practice on Wednesday nights. Saturday morning D&D show. I'm running out of slots. Yeah, you are. Jordan. For sure. I'm running out of slots. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, is it Blake or Bleak? Asks a good question. He's about to visit Neverwinter and he's never run a city. Any tips? Um I would say that uh, instead of you can buy like a book on Neverwinter, and you Mm -hmm. can do a bunch of cool Neverwinter stuff um, because there's a great fourth edition book about Neverwinter that just has like you know cities and maps and things like that. But what I really like doing in cities is um, because your players are like new to a city, they kind of get lost in it, and there's a really great book called Vornheim that is um, setting setting and and system neutral about creating cities and it has a lot of really cool abilities where you like you draw you you roll dice you get a number like say um four three two and then you draw the numbers four three two and you put lines intersecting them and you've suddenly made a street and you've made like a city and you start putting little boxes in like here's a town or here's not a town but here's a building and here's a shop um Mm -hmm. so i'd really recommend vornheim yeah Questing Beast. Vornheim is amazing. That's Questing Beast. That is where I got Vornheim is you did a video on it. And I'm like, this book looks awesome. And I picked it up because yeah. of that. So,
1: And I think that's the style of adventure that takes a little bit more prep than maybe some of the other ones, just because your players can ask to go to a shop or a tavern or a different place. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you have to populate those things. So having some cool lists, like if you have Xanathar's Guide to Everything, and it has names in the back. But maybe have some lists to the side that are some tavern names, maybe some lists of the blacksmiths and the shopkeepers and those kinds of things so that you're not stumbling. Because I think we as GMs and DMs stumble when we have to do the improvise. So if we have little things that help Mm -hmm. get us past those things, we can really focus on story. And then focus on you know intrigue and focus on what the players, find out what your players want to do too. That's the big thing. To keep in mind because there's a lot right. to, to do in the city yeah. yeah
0: i've got a mm-hmm. list of and i'll and if i can find it um i've printed it out i'll see if i can find the pdf and i'll put it in in the doobly-doo below um when i put this on youtube but it's um it's just a list of shops. And so like, if you go to the leather person, it's got, here's all the stuff the leather guy sells. And if you go to the magic shop, here's all the stuff the magic shop sells. And my players mm-hmm. love that. And there's been a couple times where they're in town and they're just like, can I see that book? And I'm like, sure. And they just kind of flip through it. And they're like, yes, I want to spend 600 gold on this potion of healing, or I want to spend 400 gold on this shield, or I want to do this and this and this. And it makes it makes yeah. shops really easy for me, so...
1: Yeah, and know your pacing. Know when to role play a scene out. Mm -hmm. That is a shopping thing. Yeah, going to see an NPC thing, and know when to say, "Oh, you just want to get an extra sword? Sure, it was this much. You went to that shop you'd been to before, and move on. So the you know be aware of when you want to RP certain things that kind of tie into your storyline if they want like a plus one magic
0: sword be like they have to go on some crazy quest to come back to the shop to be able to like put the magical ingredients into their sword or something like that's a good role play session but
1: name generators are huge i think because that's the one thing i'll always like they'll say and what's this person's name and description i'll be like uh joe the guard and yeah, <laughs> please, whatever. That's why what I like Xanathers. Xanathers has
0: those names in it. Yeah. I use that oh, so yeah,
1: much yeah. as a DM. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great book. Right next to me. So that's a good question. This is going to be a nice long episode. I, I keep telling Jordan that uh, we've got a 30 minute Saturday morning show. This one's all messed up, not yeah. messed up, in a, in a good way, not a yeah. bad way, because of the charity stream and moving on. And it's going to be long and everything. But uh, we have so much to talk about <laughs> that it's we got to do some more shows or we got to do yeah, some more yeah. time in there. Cause we could just really talking about adventure league, talking about how we run our games, talking yeah. about how we prep and you know all that stuff. We want to share that with everybody. We want to hear your tips and pointers and chat and you so know, good. that's and what this show's for
0: one. And I guess uh, we're kind of coming to the end of this, but like I wanted to talk about one last thing, like yeah. running, playing, playing the game. I keep moving my headphones cause I can't hear myself talk. Um, <laughs> playing the game this morning and in adventures league, I'm starting to think that I like DMing more than I like playing. Like I like playing, but like as a DM, I'm just more invested in what's happening. And I, there's never that downtime where it's like, okay, now it's Jordan's turn and he finishes. But like when you're DMing, you're like, now it's Lucian's turn. Now it's Abby's turn. Now it's, you know, Jacob's turn. And you're kind of like constantly thinking and moving about the scenario. Like Cody cody today was just so amped as a dm i've never seen him dm before but he was just like he was so like excited about it and i'm like that's how i get when i dm like i just get so excited about like what's happening and like can you squeeze out 25 points of damage to like take this guy down Oh, like oh you can't okay moving on he's gonna Mm -hmm. attack you like this
1: like i don't know i think i I might enjoy dming more yeah yeah i i think i i don't know i I think I'm there too, because also you get to say the narrative a lot. So when something swings a sword or something does something, you get to describe a lot more of that than the player does. The player sometimes gets that, but they get like a quarter of the amount the GM gets to say what's happening. The room looks like this. The wind is doing this, the storm, the boat is rocking, you know, whatever. And then when my player comes up, I'm like, okay, I attack, I throw my spell and I'm done. You know, I don't get as much narrative opportunity to throw out stuff out there yeah I could see how that is for sure oh yeah
0: like I was just jealous today watching him I'm like oh man he's having so much fun and like I had a great time but Yeah. yeah and then that that bittersweet when you finally like go unconscious and I'm just like well death saving throw. This is fun. (laughs) I have to remind myself that the game is fun. I mean, just like when your character died, you had the same thing where you're like, well, I'm making death saving throws. I guess this is is fun. It is totally
1: my fake smile the whole rest of that stream as I had died. And I'm like, I'm trying not to like get mad on camera. And it's not even, it's just at the situation because you don't want your character to die. You're just like, no i don't know what <laughs> made me tune it.
0: in um i think i was just on twitch surfing and i'm like oh sir lucian's game that's cool or i was on twitter yeah. and i saw you tweeting about it and i'm like oh it's sir lucian's game i'll like watch it for a little bit and i tune in just as he cast that spell and you died and i was like oh yeah. no and then pb yeah. shows up and she's like i'm here no i'm dead. not like just two, arrows <laughs> dead.
1: two characters dead first encounter of the campaign oh it was crazy It was so crazy Death saves died yeah so it'll be fun we love playing. I love GM. do you well? Do you get that feeling like when you were playing the Sunday games that you were like, "I want to be running it more than I want to be playing it."
0: Yeah. Um, you like, were
1: even there because you weren't getting enough to do.
0: Like, and and I was wondering if it was because it's an online game, and I had never done an online game, so I was wondering this about myself. Um, mm-hmm. But playing Ad- Adventures League was kind of the same thing. I was like, I was like, no, I think I think I just like running it more. Um, yeah. but not that, and I guess I'm making it sound like I hate playing like that is not the no, case no, no, at no. all, but yeah. uh, and I definitely also don't want to run every single D and D game. Like I like running my one, maybe I'll add another one. We'll see. Cause it's just a lot of work, um, outside of the game to prep for everything. Um, and I shouldn't say yeah. it's a lot of work. There are DMS out there that make it look really easy, but like, I like, I put a lot of work into it and making tables and stuff. So, speaking yeah, of I, that, I, I should want
1: to reserve a seat at the second the the next game you create. Okay.
0: So I <laughs> no, sure. I want to try <laughs> and do i'm I'm learning roll twenty. Um, and somebody was saying you were saying that I should stream my my learning curve of roll twenty and be like, "I don't know how to use this. Let's see if we can figure it out together." but um because yeah, playing so in roll twenty is happen, one thing, yeah. but like the I mean, Cody was making macros and he was doing all kind of crazy stuff. So,
1: yeah, I thought it was funny that he struggled a little bit because, like he had said. He'd been doing more fantasy ground lately. Yeah. But he, I found him, or he's more known for being the guy that does yeah. roll 20 tutorials. Yeah. And so they were giving him all kinds with, of crap this yeah, morning because of that. that. So good. Too funny. It <laughs> so was definitely fun. So it was a cool stream. It sounds like we had a great week of DN. D, the both i of did us, really, yeah it was just really good stuff it
0: was a lot of fun i'm like i'm just amped right now because of that game so like i'm like yeah let's do the saturday morning DD show all right yeah, let's run a game everybody start rolling characters yeah. in chat. Well.
1: <laughs> oh man that'd be epic
0: yeah. okay well should we bring this to a close or do you want to talk about some other things no i
1: hate to do it i don't want to but uh yeah we probably should
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you for watching everybody um again this will be uploaded on monday to my youtube channel Um, and thank you guys so much for watching and hanging out and just listening to us ramble about D and D. Um, I hope you're all having a great day and I hope that you all get to play some D and D in the next week. And if you don't, I want to encourage you to go to adventures league. Um, maybe you can come back in the chat next Sunday or Saturday and tell us all about your experience at adventures league too. So I'm going to go again. It's on Thursday for me. So I'm going to go again. I think that will be fun.
1: Um, thank you guys for
0: watching. Yeah.
1: Thank you guys. Uh, and check us out. Check us both out on both Jordan's YouTube and yep. streaming now I'm on YouTube and I'm on YouTube and streaming on Twitch. We've got lots of stuff going on and uh, we're glad that you're here. So thank you for joining and we'll see you in the next one.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh, sorry, Johnny. <laughs>